We're back. Hey guys, we took a short little break um, just because we couldn't ever seem to coordinate life and guest speakers and schedules to get on to record a podcast um, with the end of the school year and weddings and babies. So um, we are talking about our personalities today and updating a little bit on what's been going on in our lives and what God has been teaching us in this season of life. So we hope you enjoy the podcast. We really enjoy recording and uh, creating it. And we just want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. Hey guys, we're back. Finally. It's been about two months since we've recorded. I just looked at the last recording date. (laughs) doesn't feel like that long, but it's been a while. Um, April and May were crazy in June. Beginning of June was crazy. So we don't have any real specific topic today. We're just going to give you updates on where we are as humans, where we are as Elevate, um, and kind of what's been going on the last couple months here, um, and what God's been teaching us the last couple months. So um, we're going to start with fun little facts about what our personalities are. So Part of what we started to incorporate during staff meetings was team building activities and just connecting more. Um, We finished up a Bible study beginning of May, um, and then we just wanted to do some more things to help us communicate, connect better um, so that our work environment can flow better. Not that it didn't already, but um, just to be able to be um, as impactful as we can. So I'll let Tina explain what the heck 16 personalities is and then we'll tell you who we are yeah so 16 personalities i had done this with a friend previously and just really liked it it's based on the myers-briggs personality type indicator uh, which would if you hear people referring with like four letters to what kind of personality type they are this is related to that um so introversion versus extroversion, sensing versus intuition, which is just kind of how people gather information from the world, um, thinking versus feeling, kind of which scale you're on, the way that you um, talk about information or feel about information, whether you think about it or feel it, and then judging versus perceiving, which is kind of how you tend to deal with the outside world. So based on that, um, we all took a big questionnaire, which was probably long for some people and maybe not so long for others. And then based on that, it gives you kind of a personality type, which has little letters, but then specifically kind of breaks down like maybe careers that would potentially, you would potentially be in based on what kind of personality you have. Um, combat- compatibility with other, other types of personalities and generally like which ones you mesh well with versus not. So, um, yeah. <laughs> we also have a bow with us. Um, so really it's not like to categorize or profile anybody, but it's really just us learning more about ourselves and learning about each other and maybe things that we struggle with or our strengths, our weaknesses. Um, so today I think we're going to talk through a little bit about maybe what resonated with us about our own personality type versus maybe some things that we don't see and then people chiming in on you know, if how they see that in each other or how they see that in each of us as individuals. So I think that's all I got. Okay. Who wants to go first? I can, since I'm right here. Okay. 
Um, so the personality type that I got was the entertainer. My letters were ESFP. So, um, I guess that mine basically, just to sum it up, it says that um, entertainers get caught up in the excitement of the moment and they want everyone else to feel that way too. No other personality type is as generous with their time and energy as entertainers when it comes to encouraging others and no other personality type does it with such irresistible style. Um, and then it just says that they uh, love to make every outing feel like a party. They're <laughs> utterly social and they enjoy the simplest things. There's no greater joy for them than just having fun with those around them. Um, they are observant, very sensitive to others' emotions. People with this personality type are often the first to help someone talk out a challenging problem, happily providing emotional support and practical advice. However, if the problem is about them, entertainers are more likely to avoid a conflict altogether than to address it head on, which is definitely me. Uh, <laughs> um, and then like complex analysis, repetitive tasks, matching statistics to real consequences are not easy activities for entertainers. Also true. Um, and then they recognize value and quality, um, but can be poor planners. So they're more focused on leaping at opportunities than planning them out long term. And they may find their inattentiveness gets in the way sometimes. <laughs> so I don't know. Basically, I guess the last thing of it is too that, um, there's no greater joy for entertainers' personalities than to bring everyone else along for the ride. Entertainers can chat for hours, sometimes about anything but the topic they meant to talk about, and share their loved ones' emotions through good times and bad. If they can just remember to keep their ducks in a row, they'll always be ready to dive into new and exciting things the world has to offer. So, I don't know. Overall, I feel like that matched me pretty well. There was a few things in there that I didn't feel like fit me. Like, one was that they love the spotlight and... Um, to be the center of attention, which is just absolutely not me. I panic at being the center of attention. Um, obviously, like for anyone that doesn't know, I went and chose to go get to go elope in Arizona instead of getting married in front of a bunch of people because that is just not my thing. So that's one part that I didn't agree with. But I feel like everything else matched up pretty well. I mean, I love to be around people. I'm extremely social. I can't say no to anything. So I'm like overly involved in everything, basically. I'm getting better about that. But yeah, we've talked about that on other podcasts too. Um, but yeah, I like to make sure that everyone else is having fun around me. So the part that said that they want to like make make every outing feel like a party and they just want everyone else like involved too. I would say that's very true. Um, I guess I feel like I'm generous with my time and energy as far as just, like I said, being involved in everything and not saying no. So I don't know. That's kind of the gist of what mine said and how I feel like it does relate to me. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, and that you threw a big party, though, that you wanted to entertain everybody just I recently. Did. I did do that, so that was fun. <laughs> no, I would agree with it. Um, I agree you don't like the spotlight mm -mm. or, like, recognition. But. No. <laughs> 
Not my thing. Even with patient wise, though, that's like you. Not that you're here to entertain them, but you engage with them well, and like you can carry on conversation about anything, which in physical, occupational, whatever therapy you have to be able to do because otherwise there's just really long, awkward silences. <laughs> so when you come and you're a patient, we love to talk to you. If you don't want to talk, that's fine. But, um, yeah, I'd agree with most of it. Cool. Ashley. Okay, well, I think there's – Are you, Mariah, what are you? I'm an adventurer. Okay, well, because I think three of us, Emily, um, Tina, and I are all defenders. So <laughs> – so you can go with your you can go with your adventurer I'm and the then roll on down. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, since I'm a free spirit, I didn't even really 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 read this until <laughs> on my way walking into this podcast. So I guess that will sum it up. But um, I'm an adventurer. I also don't know what the letters mean, but ISFPA and ISFPT. Tina, I'll tell you later. Yeah, I'll say I don't I don't I don't know what that means. Um, so talks about adventures being certainly unique. <laughs> um, they have a fascinating array of passions and interests, which I would agree with. There's always a lot of things that I want to do that I don't have time for or the budget for. So, um, talks about having an open mind. Adventures are flexible and adaptable um, in life. Some person, this is really funny. Some personality, <laughs> sorry, some personality types thrive on strict schedules and routines, but not adventures. <laughs> but also and, you work with children. Like I know, this is so perfect. We do, we do, but we also have to, we do set routines and oh, kids need routines true. too. So yeah. yeah. Um, but you really can't thrive off of like schedules and routines with your job. I feel like yeah, because yeah. if you were so no, stuck on that, yeah. you wouldn't do well. Because you're like, you have yeah. to like adapt. To you all do, your... and every kid that I see is different. So you have to. One thing might work for one kid and not the next, and you have to just be creative and figure it out and find what works for them. So yeah, yeah. yeah I watch you like I don't not follow a I don't know like a flow we sheet. follow a flow sheet. You don't like, have folders don't have or flow sheets. Flow sheets. <laughs> Following a flow sheet actually sounds painful to me, but <laughs> um, adventures take each day as it comes, doing what feels right to them in the moment. Uh, make sure they have plenty of room in their lives for the unexpected. Um, let's see. The flexible mindset makes adventure, adventurers remarkably tolerant and open-minded. These personalities genuine, genuinely love living in a world filled with all kinds of people, even people who disagree with them or choose different lifestyles. Um, adventurers are unusual, unusually open to changing their minds and rethinking their opinions. Um, if any personality type believes in giving something or someone a second chance, it's adventurers. Um, adventurers go with the flow. Mentality can have its downsides. Um, it talks about how people with this personality type may struggle to set long-term plans and stick to them. Um, as a result, adventurers can have a pretty cloudy view of their ability to achieve their goals and often worry about letting people down. We'll say that definitely relates to me leaving my previous job and coming to Elevate. Um, <laughs> it relates to, with Elevate? It relates with Elevate. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. 
Um, adventurers are warm, friendly, caring, taking wholehearted enjoyment in the company of their nearest and dearest. Um, but an adventurer is an introverted personality type meaning that they need dedicated alone time to recharge their energy after socializing with others. The alone time is what allows the adventurer to reestablish a sense of their own identity and reconnect with who they truly are. Um, an adventurer is creative and free-spirited, marching to the beat of their own drum. I have to say, this: my daughter, Emma, is also an adventurer. <laughs> Um, I don't feel like you march to the beat of your own drum, though. Like, okay, good. It's not like you're eccentric <laughs> and, like... Yeah. I don't know. I mean, not that that would be a bad thing, but... No, but I mean, like... I don't yeah. Know. Okay. <laughs> um, adventurers are thoughtful and perceptive, able to pick up on people's unspoken feelings and opinions, and it can upset them if they don't feel liked, approved of, or appreciated. Yeah. That one describes you <laughs> ding, ding, ding. on point. <laughs> that one's pretty oh, accurate. That brings me back to FOPO. I read this on, or I listened to this on another podcast. FOPO is fear of other people's opinions. Yep. Fear of other people's opinions. Yeah. Fear of people's opinions. Yeah, you have FOPO. Yeah, I do. Yep. That would be me. I wrote that down with you in mind. And me a little bit too, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, When faced with criticism, it can be a challenge for people with this personality type not to get caught up in the heat of the moment. If they encounter harsh or unfair criticism, they may even lose their temper in spectacular fashion. Spectacular fashion. I don't know. If I lose my time. No. I feel like I control like, it very well. Yeah. I mean, I hope like so. Like, you'll I talk it out. You're good about, <laughs> so. No, you're good about talking it out, but you're yeah. good about controlling your... Yeah. My emotions. I don't think yeah. I've ever heard you yell, which no. is good, because you were nope. with children. <laughs> no. Like, no, you're so patient. I would not be, would not be an ideal choice. I would not be an ideal choice. <laughs> um, and then just... It says, but there's good news, too. Adventure... <laughs> You don't know. You know it's not all terrible. You're not all completely terrible. Um, adventurers live in the present, and they know that they don't need to dwell on past or past hurts or frustrations. Rather than focusing on how things could be different, people with this personality type have an incredible capacity for appreciating what's right about life, just as it is. Um, adventurers find sources of beauty and enjoyment that other people might miss, and this perspective is just one of the many gifts that they share with the world. Well, so there I am. There you are. Yeah. Now the three of you, samesies. I yep. know. Okay, okay, defenders. Emily, Ashley, myself, and Tina, all are defenders. Um, it says defenders help make the world go round. <laughs> Hardworking yeah. and devoted. Um, our personality type has a deep sense of responsibility to those around them. Um, we can be counted on to meet deadlines, remember birthdays, <laughs> special <Yeah>. occasions. <laughs> Uphold traditions. <laughs> We're laughing because this is spot on for Ashley so. because she's in charge of sending all of our birthday <laughs> yeah. cards out for Elevate. Yes. Also, she's very loyal and very devoted. Yes. And she is. Same with Tina. Yeah. Same with you. No, yeah. we're staying out of the spotlight. <laughs> we are staying out of the spotlight. Um, we can all. We also shower our loved ones with gestures of care and support. Um, we rarely demand recognition, and we prefer to operate behind the scenes. I feel like that's right with me. I feel like yeah. everything yeah. I do with Elevate is more behind the scenes. Yeah. But with you two, I don't know. What do you yeah. think? Yeah. I'm okay with behind the scenes. Okay. I feel like Tina's a behind the scenes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
I might not because I'm forced to be, but right. if, I I be Tina, say, if I could be a Tina, <laughs> I would be in the okay. office. You're just in a position where you can't I be can't behind be the scenes. Behind right. the scenes, yeah. Um, also, this is a capable, can-do personality type. Um, we're sensitive and caring, yet we have excellent analytical abilities and an eye for detail. Um, despite our reserves, uh, we tend to have well-developed people skills and robust social relationships. Um, what do you think? I have good people skills. I don't know if I have robust I thought, social yes, relationships. I agree with that too. <laughs> I feel like I have more have like few close, tight-knit friendships more than robust. Yeah social <clears throat> relationships but okay defenders uh most distinct traits is loyalty um rare do we allow friendships or relationships to fade away from lack of effort um, we invest a great deal of energy into maintaining strong connections with our loved ones um, we're also known for dropping everything and lending a hand when a friend or family member is going through a hard time i agree with that a lot with all three of you Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that can often extend to our communities, our employers, and family. So I feel like, yeah, we've, especially with a few things that have been going on with the community, with families that have been going through hard mm-hmm. times, we try to, especially here at Elevate as a group, we try to lend support a hand as and we support. can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, other people may take advantage of Defender's helpful, hardworking nature. Leaving them feeling burned out and overworked. Ding, 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 Ashley. <laughs> I can relate to this. You can relate to that. <laughs> I have been there. I have felt burned out and overworked. <laughs> um, I don't know if you two can relate to that, but... <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, a little bit. A little, not to the extreme. Sure. I'm usually like... Uh uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna roll. But I also think that's because of my father issues, and I just don't want anybody to walk all over me. Like yeah. that's a, we were. That's a separate podcast, as you <laughs> have to say. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm like no, that's not gonna happen. But okay, well, defenders may feel guilty or stressed when they contemplate changes, even if it's necessary changes, whether it's to themselves, relationships, or things they've done in the past. That one's not me. I don't feel like it's me either. I don't feel super stressed with changes, but... No, obviously not. I think you could ask Sometimes. my husband, and he would be like, no, you've had so many jobs in the last few years. You don't mind change at all. Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to change embracer, I guess, generally. If it needs to happen. Yeah. Um, people with this personality type can be meticulous to the point of perfectionism. Tina. Yeah. Tina. 100%. Tina. 100%. I'm so sorry, guys. No. Um, we take our responsibilities personally, going above and beyond, doing everything that we can do to exceed others' expectations. That's Ashley. You think? And Tina. And Tina, both of you. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah. Um, defenders tend to underplay their accomplishments, even if that means we don't get to enjoy the recognition. We're fine with being... Or that we're fine with being taken for granted. Yeah. What do you think? Okay. I that's all I'm 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 talking about. So what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, this goes into deep, deep. Oh deep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Detail. Um, I did. I looked at everything. 
So what do you They think? had a part in there about like finding the right gifts for people. That's 100% right. you. I like <laughs> gift like giving. That? Like I'm a like the love languages that you do, like I'm a gift giver. Like I love either giving gifts or like doing something. Um so that part was um one of the sections. Um I don't know. An eye for detail. Yeah, I'm really anal about aesthetics. Like, And you're really good at it. So I want yeah. things to look a certain way. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, especially, yeah, at, it's at home, too. My husband can vouch for that. But, like, I want things to look a certain way, and I care about the details. So um, that part rang true. But, I think there's a piece in there about, like, um, wanting to know people like not just surface but like and I think that's where the robust comes in like even if you don't intend to be best friends with them right like getting to know details about somebody which I think I can relate with it talked about like being a supporter which is generally why defenders are healthcare workers because they're supporters and um, advocates for patients which I see in you guys as well um my husband recently pointed out to me that Yes, I'm great at, like, getting to know people, but I'm not great at letting people get to know me. I think it's part of that spotlight thing sure. and, like, mm -hmm. not wanting to be the center of attention or attention at all. But it's almost bad because then I'm, like, disappointed when people don't know how to support me, but it's probably because I haven't let them in far enough to actually know sure. how to. I feel like Same. I can relate to Same. that, too. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I also feel like I can relate to Mariah being the adventurer when it talked about the introvert, how you need to... Yeah recharge after being yeah. in social situations. We're extrovert like extroverted what? introverts. We're extroverted yes. introverts. Yeah. I, I mean, was gonna say like are my I think mine's the only one that's like extroverted. Yeah, no. I wanna like, stay need... home and sleep after a, a Friday night gig. Like right. I don't Right. You still wanna do the Friday night thing? Yeah. yeah but like But Saturday, no, yeah. we're not. Yeah. Certain I feel no. like I get like panicky. If I'm like home alone like by myself and not doing something, I'm like what do I need to be doing? Who do I need to be checking in on? Who have I not spent time with in a while? Who do I need to call? Like, I can't just, like, sit by myself or I start to, like, I don't know, panic about what I need, what I could be using that time to do instead. Like, yeah. I'm not, like, a sit at home oh. and take a bath and recharge person. I'm like, a, yeah. nope, what's next? I think my recharge is, like, I need to have things settled at home. Like, it needs to be clean. Like, I want meals prepared I want like I don't know I think that's my recharging now is because then I don't feel like it's strung out at the beginning of the week either so sure but I need to be more like that <laughs> you mean you just fly by the seat of your pants yeah. and just we gotta run to the grocery store and get the hamburger because <laughs> I don't know what we're making tonight but something exactly with hamburger it. yeah oh Awesome. Yeah. No, I just think that helps you understand people in the workplace, too, and how they respond to things, how they interact with people, what even, like, skills they would be best suited to be. I think everybody's probably in their right mm -hmm. area. Like, you were destined to be <laughs> administration. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, and Ashley is great with patient relations. Like... Brittany is great with personal training and like you're just amongst people and like interacting with people yeah. all the time yeah. um, and you're dealing with children where you have to be really flexible and go with the flow, go yeah. with the flow. Yeah. and yeah. also just create did they, they talked about creativity in there too mm -hmm. right yeah. yeah so I think all of that 
flows in. Because I think there'd be huge red flags if we were, like, an adventurer in, like, Tina's position. I think it would <laughs> yeah, just that be... that would be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that would be rough. It would just be a little bit of a hot mess, so... I get anxious just, like, when some of your patients... <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's fine. Like... <laughs> Um, the only other question I had the girls, um, think about and we'll kind of go around, but was kind of a combo. Like what is God teaching you during this time? And like what recent things have been going on, which I feel like those things interconnect anyways. Um, I'll go first. I feel like over the last couple of weeks, he's just been trying to get me to talk to him more. <laughs> there was a weird phase before we went to Mexico. Like, and even when I was at Mexico, we went there for a 10 year where I was like, this will be great. I can, like, read all the books and, like, really connect with God and be super relaxed. And <laughs> it didn't have Like, I was just there existing. Like, I don't think I opened the book. Like, I listened to an audio book. But I don't think I really ever connected. Um, and then <laughs> I just thought about it. And then I got sick at the end. So I'm like, <laughs> was that the punishment? Yeah. Or... <laughs> oh, but anyways, I don't feel like I came back, like, super refreshed and recharged it was awesome I'm so glad we went and we'll go again but I don't feel like it was this huge like refreshing trip I actually felt like crap when I came back (laughs) um but recently like just with changes going on in the business like and just having to rely on discernment more so that's forced me to be like okay god what are you really saying are you wanting to lead me in this direction or are you wanting to lead me in this direction like what is the right choice and I feel like that in the last couple of weeks has been what he's teaching me is like, you need to just lean in and like listen to all the podcasts and like read all of my word and just take in as much stuff as I can get. And that honestly has been really cool to have little bits and pieces of things all come together to solidify like peace that I have in decisions now. Um, there's a really good one that talked about like that fear and peace can coexist at the same time. Like you can be at peace with something and you know, it's the right decision, but yet still be a little bit afraid. And I think, um, that's been reiterated in like four or five things that I've both read and listened to. So, um, that's kind of how God's been speaking to me is like, you need to be in the word better and stay in the word to feel like you really truly have peace. You don't need to be on the beach in Mexico, which was nice, but you can also, be in the daily stuff and be um, just at home and still feel like you can find rest and peace. So that's me. Okay. Um, I feel like, so the season of life that I'm in right now is motherhood. For those of you who don't know, I had a baby. And he's here. He is here. It's his first podcast and he's stoked. Um, but yeah, so we're, I'm just trying to learn all those challenges of motherhood and he's learning too, you know, how to be out, life outside of the womb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but about a week after I had him, I had baby blues pretty bad. So I feel like even though it's normal for the physical things, you know, with hormones going through and it's completely normal to have baby blues or postpartum depression, um, I feel like that was God showing me that I need to lean on him more because I was not even thinking about God at all. I was so focused on this baby and no one else, not even myself. And I feel like he was really trying to push me, like, you need to lean on me more. You need to talk to me. You need to open. You need, I, need, I need to be more open to him, I guess, and just talk to him about how I'm feeling. And um, also, like, 
I feel like he, throughout life, he's taught me the traits to be a mother. Like if I'm going to, if, sorry, I'm all over the place. Um, It's mommy brain. Yes. (laughs) Um, Like throughout life, I feel like he's taught me patience, kindness, gratitude, love, selflessness, which is good traits when it comes when it comes to being a mother and I feel like it's really hard to realize or recognize sometimes the things that God has taught you or is trying to tell you to reach out to him kind of thing um so I feel like recently that's been hard for me like I haven't been recognizing the cues or things that you know he's been showing me like you need to lean on me more and I'm trying to do that more and more because I feel like it's been helping me um also, I'm trying to take care of myself, which I feel like that's also what he's trying to show me. Um, but also, I feel like, you know, every we all know he loves us unconditionally. And I believe in turn, he's taught us to love unconditionally. Um, whether, you know, he's being, the baby's being good or bad. Like, he's being fussy or he's smiling like he was today. Or I'm extremely tired and irritated or I'm not, like, happy or mad. Like... I'm going to love him unconditionally and I feel like he has taught me throughout life you know how to love unconditionally um yeah and I just feel like he's molded us and shaped us and created us and to to be who we're supposed to be and I'm realizing that slowly even though it's been hard for me recently um yeah and just to never give up and I just yeah I just need to be more devoted into leaning on him and diving into the word and yeah so. Yeah. Do you feel like now that you're a mom and like you have your own child, do you feel like that completely shifted your viewpoint of like how God loves us? A little bit. Yes. Yeah. I That's... mean, I mean, you love people and your friends and your significant mm-hmm. other and, but it's a complete game changer. I feel like once it's like your child, mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't, everyone always like is saying you, you didn't know that you could love someone this so much that you didn't never even met like when he was still like in my womb and I'm like, yeah, I can, I, I can kind of agree with that. But then yeah. it was like until he was out, and I was like, holy crap! Like I broke down in tears yeah. the second they laid him on me. I was like so overwhelmed, like with yeah. love and all the emotions, and yeah, I just feel so grateful that you know he gave me the chance to be a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, after the first time around not going so well, he just showed me it wasn't my time yet to mm-hmm. be a mother, and now it is. Yeah. So, yes. And you're a natural. <laughs> you are. We got, Tina got the sweetest picture of you two. I mean, share it still, but she's yes. like glowing. She's just like a mom, like glowing. Like, you look, you just look so beautiful with your baby. She's <laughs> just staring up at her. I like, know. It's the greatest oh, thing you. ever. Some breast milk. <laughs> you want to go? All right, Mariah. Me? What's God teaching you? So. um I do actually feel like God has been teaching me pushing me to spend more time with my my family um I am really bad about taking work home I know we talked about this probably like one of the first podcasts and that was going to be our goal um but I still find myself working at on things at home, if it's something I didn't get done from the day, or if it's just social media things, that stuff takes so much time that I'm like planning it at home, or I'm 
taking a continuing education or something. And it's, I think it's just because I'm super passionate about it and I love it. I want to learn as much as I can and help as many people as I can. But I feel like God has been just showing me I need to pump the brakes a little bit and focus on my kids. And I just, I don't know if it was just... Sophia's going to junior high next year, and I think that's what I was like, oh my goodness, what? Where, <laughs> how is she going to be this old? Um, and, you know, she's talked to me a little bit, too, about how she's just wanted to spend more time with me and brought up how I'm working a lot. And so I think that God has just been showing me, like, hey, your kids are only little once, and you need to redirect some of your time to focusing just on your kids. So as I made that decision to take Fridays off this summer so we have plans to go to the pool go shopping go get our nails done things like that so that we can spend some one-on-one time together while they're little yeah 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 so that's all I got it's actually really similar to mine because the bible study we did was like God entrusting us um with the gospel, right? But then also like with our gifts and who we are. And I feel like a huge thing he's entrusted me with is two little girls. So I've also been just really like uh, a while back at our church, we did this parenting class and it had marbles and it was like a marble for every Oh, we have that. Jeremy hates it. He's like, this is so depressing. It's so depressing. But like, it was was so, like, visually just opened your eyes a little bit to, like, the weeks that you have left before your kid's out of the house. And, like, every week you were supposed to take out a marble. And there's an app that says, like, how many marbles you have left. And when you count the summers and realize you have 18, and I'm looking at Hadley, and she's 8. And I'm like, we have 10 summers with her. You know, like, give or take. But still, like, when you when you just visualize it and put a number on it more, um, I think it just becomes that much more real. And at the beginning of the year, I'm usually a goal setter, a New Year's resolution type person. Go figure. And usually I have, like, a 10-part plan with, oh. like, interventions. Jeez. Tens of stretch. Short-term and long-term goals. And- exactly. Don't make fun of me, but thank you. <laughs> um, and this year I stopped doing that because that – I feel like that kind of went in with that perfectionism and I really wanted to break from that because that is like a weakness of mine that I actually really dislike about myself is that I'm such a perfectionist. So um, anyways, part of that goal was just to be a better me. Like that was the overall goal, whatever that looks like physically, spiritually, mentally, um, just overall being a better me. And I feel part of that is being a better mom. So doing the fun things and not being so structured, like I keep telling Matt, you know, the house is going to have to be, like, we're just going to have to let it go for a little while because we need to spend time with our kids. And when you both work full-time jobs, like, that time gets so limited. So that's where I'm at with God, too. Like, try to stay in the Word, but then make sure that I'm focusing on that family that He's entrusted me with. Um, I guess the biggest thing lately for me, um, it's kind of, I'm kind of in one of those stages of like where I'm finally seeing like the outcome of something that I feel like I was obedient on, um, previously. So Seth and I were planning this wedding for like June 11th and which was just the other day. Um, and we had decided that, you know, we were just ready to be married. We didn't want that long of an engagement. Um, we weren't sure that we wanted the whole ordeal with everybody um, watching us get married. And I've just been in so many weddings to know, like, how those days go and how mm-hmm. 
no matter how much you try to like focus on God and focus on each other, that's not the focus of the day. And it just gets so like hectic and overwhelming. And the more we talked about it and prayed about it and talked with our pastor about it during marriage classes, the more we were like, this is not like what God is calling like us as a couple to do. And so we decided we wanted to elope. So we kind of like last minute planned and told a very select few people um, that we were doing that. And we went to Arizona with just our immediate families, each other, and um, my pastor and his wife. So um, that was kind of a, I don't know, a tough decision just because, you know, we did want, we still wanted to have that celebration with all of our family and friends. We had already done um, like planning for that June celebration and June wedding. Um, And it's just different. It's something that nobody does. So that was kind of hard to not worry about well like what what, yeah what's everybody gonna think about this like are there gonna be rumors on like why we're doing this which there were like there were lots of rumors on why we went and eloped and you know it just came down to like having to not care about that and having to be um just very confident in that this is what God was asking us to do and we um went and did it and so now that June 11th our original date has passed um I'm just realizing like how much how sure I am that that really is like truly what God was calling us to do because it really just like went perfectly. We still got the opportunity to celebrate with all of our friends and family um, with just a reception, which was much more laid back. And we also got to go to Arizona in December and have a more like intimate wedding. That was what, what we needed. So um, I don't know, just kind of recognizing that like having that obedience to God really like, paid off in the end I don't paid off isn't like the right word but like produced fruit like yes it was yeah what he had intended and look at how awesome yeah the, the outcomes are now. because yeah. we were obedient to yeah. like what he was calling us to do and I could never think about going back and doing it another way like it was so perfect in every way both dates our December date and our June date getting to celebrate with everyone so um I don't know I feel like that's just taught me a little more like just to trust God and that he really does know what, what he's talking about. So that's been my biggest lesson lately. And now just um, taking time to slow down and actually work on my marriage because we're still early on in our marriage and need more time for each other. So we're just yeah. just working on saying no to more things and spending more time together. And yeah, it's been really good. Yeah, good. I am super like, I don't know if I could have made that decision to like, to just elope. Like, it was hard. Yeah. Because um, at that time, even like, yeah, I feel more confident in who I am in when I'm 35. But like being your age, I don't think I ever would have made that decision. Like I <clears throat> cared way too much about what people thought of me when I was your age. So that's one thing. You're not going to like the spotlight. Here we go. <laughs> we hate taking compliments too. Yeah, but no, like that. that's one thing I'm super impressed with is just how confident you are in who you are in your relationship with God. And like... Um, confident in the decisions that you make when it aligns with him and um yeah we're just lucky to have you on the team mm-hmm. so. yep thanks and as a friend okay that's it from us unless anybody else has got words of wisdom okay thanks for joining in we'll promise not to wait two more months <laughs> to do another one. We don't know what the next topic's going to be. We're going to be adventurers and maybe just fly by the seat of our pants one of these times. Yes. We'll have Mariah in charge of it. Oh, that'll, yeah. That's yep. really... <laughs>
We are so, there won't be a podcast. Yes. But thanks for listening. Go take the 16 personalities test if you're interested in what you were. We can um, link the website link in our show notes so you can go see what you are.